Hey guys, this is your Uncle Mike. Um, I just wanted to read you a quick story. Miss you guys and love you. So we're going to read Poor Little Tuppany. When Tuppany had finished his dinner, he took his plates to a pump in the yard, and he carefully washed them. Then he went to the kitchen door and called to the cook. The servants were having their dinner, and at first they did not hear Tuppany's voice. So he walked into the scullery and looked around. The cook saw him and hustled him out. No one's allowed to come inside, she cried. Shoo! Shoo, little mannequin, shoo! Tuppany was frightened. He gave the cook pla the plates and fled, taking the rusty old bucket with him. As soon as he reached Fifo and Jinx, they took the bucket from him in delight. You were lucky to get a good meal like that, said Jinx enviously. Well, I earned it, said Tuppany. Wasn't I clever and brave enough to go and get the witch bucket for you? I deserved a good meal. Let's throw some rubbish into the bucket and see it disappear, said Jinx, who was longing to try the witch's bucket's strange powers. So Fifo picked up a paper bag that was blowing round the yard and some twigs from under a tree. He threw them all into the bucket and the three goblins bent over excitedly to see them vanish out of sight. But they didn't. No, they just stayed in the bucket and didn't go away at all. Jinx put in his hand and stirred the rubbish around a bit. No good at all. It just stayed there, all the same. Jumping beetle, said Tuppany. It can't be the right bucket. The three sat down and looked at one another in dismay. What a terrible shock. Then Tuppany had an idea, and he jumped into his feet in excitement. Of course! I saw the right bucket when I went into the schoolery just now. It must be the one. It was hanging on a nail over the sink, and it was shining like gold. Why should we think the witch bucket ought to be old and dirty? It is much more likely to be polished and shining bright. Oh, said Jinx and Fifo at once, their faces brightening. Oh, then Tuppany, you could perhaps just go across and get the bucket. Why shouldn't you, demanded Tuppany fiercely. I've had my turn. Yes, but you know where the bucket is, and we don't, said Jinx at once. All right, all right, said Tuppany, sighing. I'll go, but if I get caught, remember what you promised, you two. You said you'd rescue me. Of course, said Jinx and Fifo together. Go on now, Tuppany, whilst the servants are having dinner in the kitchen. So Tuppany crept softly across the yard again and peeped in the scullery. No servants were there. It was quite empty. He tiptoed inside, went to the sink, and unhooked the shining bucket from its nail. Then he turned to run. But poor little Tippany tripped over a mat, and down he went, the bucket clinging behind him on the floor. Oh, dear. A loud and angry voice came from the kitchen, and someone ran to the scullery. It was the grumble witch herself, followed by all the surprised servants. Tuppany gave a screech when he saw the green-eyed witch and ran for his life, taking the bucket with him. The witch ran after him, shouting and roaring in rage. "'Bring me back my bucket, you wicked little goblin!' "'It isn't yours. It belongs to the Windy Wizard,' yelled Tuppany. Jinx and Fifo, when they saw the old witch pounding along, her bright red dress flying out behind her, were full of alarm. They rushed to the castle steps and ran down them as quickly as ever they could. They were soon at the bottom and they looked up, hoping that Tuppany would join them and they could run and hide. Tuppany was tearing down the steep steps as fast as his fat little legs could carry him. Suddenly he slipped and dropped the bucket, which went clinging and bump bumping down the steps to the very bottom where it stood upright. Tuppany rolled over and over, too, and at last reached the bottom. But, oh my goodness gracious, what do you suppose happened? 
why Tuppany fell straight into the big witch bucket. And of course, as it really was the magic bucket this time, he disappeared. Jinx, thinking that Tuppany was inside the bucket, caught it up and ran off with it. Fifo beside him. They ran to the boat they had left on the beach, and what a pleasant surprise. The big white swan was there too, waiting to take the boat back to the pixie on the rushing river. The two goblins tumbled into the boat, and the swan at once swam off quickly. The witch stood on the shore and shook her fist at them. Then she suddenly cried out a strange magical spell, and to the goblins' great alarm, the sea began to heave up enormous waves and toss the little boat about like a cork. This isn't a dancing sea, this is a jumping and skipping sea, groaned poor Fifo, who was feeling very seasick again. I say, Jinx, we shall be wrecked! But the swan saved them. It didn't like the choppy sea, so it suddenly spread its great white wings and flew up into the air, taking the boat with it on a rope. Jinx and Fifo nearly fell out. Jinx clutched the side of the boat and the bucket just in time. Fifo clung on with both hands and stopped feeling seasick. The witch could do nothing more, and they saw her climbing up the steep steps to her castle. Get Tuppany out of the bucket, said Fifo to Jinx. He'll be more comfortable in the boat. Jinx looked into the big bucket and spoke. Hello there, Tuppany, come out. You're safe now. But of course, there was no Tuppany there. The bucket was empty. Jinx gave a scream and turned pale. What's the matter, asked Fifo, scared. Tuppany's gone, said Jinx, tears coming into his eyes. Gone? What do you mean gone, Fifo said. Just Gone, said Jinx, wiping his eyes. Oh, Fifo, don't you see what has happened? This is the magic bucket, and when Tuppany tumbled into it, he went the way of any rubbish that is put in. He disappeared. Fifo was so horrified that his hair stood straight up from his head, and his hat fell off onto the boat. He couldn't say a word, but tears poured down his thin cheeks, for he was very fond of little fat Tuppany. What? What, 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 what shall we, we do? Sniffled Jinx. How can we get to, to, to Tuppany back? We promised to save him if anything ever happened to him, said Fifo, finding his voice at last. Perhaps the Windy Wizard can tell us how to save him, said Jinx, drying his, ear, his eyes. Do you mind turning the other way if you want to cry any more, Fifo? Your tears are making a puddle round my feet. Sorry, said Fifo. Feeling, feeling about for his handkerchief. Oh, Jinx, this is terrible. Poor little Tuppany. To think we made him get the bucket for us. It's all our fault. Well, we'll ask the wizard to help us, said Jinx. He's sure to know where Tuppany has gone. Then when we know, we'll go and rescue him. The, the swan flew on and on over the sea. When it reached the rushing river, it flew down to the water again and the boat flopped onto the river. Then, very swiftly, the swan swam up the river, the river until it reached the place where the little pixie kept his boats. Jinx and Fifo jumped out, paid the pixie, and hurried off to catch the bus back to Hayho He-ho, to Village. It was full of rabbits again, this time going back from the lettuce and carrot market, but the two goblins felt so sad that they played no tricks at all. They sat quietly in a corner, sometimes sniffing sadly when they thought of poor little Tuppany. They got out on a hollyco on Hollycock Cottage and went sorrowfully up the path. 
when Jinx wrote a letter to the Windy Wizard and told him he had got the magic witch bucket, and please would he call and fetch it. That night, the wizard came. Once more he came down the chimney and blew the fire out. He looked all round the kitchen very eagerly for his bucket, but he couldn't see it. In his hand he carried a small sack which chinked when he put it down. But even the sound of so many gold pieces couldn't make Jinx and Fifo smile. "'Great elephants, what is the matter with you?' asked the wizard in amazement. "'Are you bewitched?' "'No, but poor Tuppany is,' said Jinx. He told the windy wizard all that had happened. "'Well, I can't help that,' said the wizard, impatiently. "'That bucket is all I care about. It's your own carelessness that lost you your com companion. Give me the bucket and take your pay.' We want you to tell us where Tuppany is, said Jinx firmly. We've got to rescue him. I can't waste my time chattering to you, said the wizard, his black twinkling coat swirling out around him as if it were impatient. Give me my bucket and let me go. No, you shan't have the bucket until you tell us where Tuppany is, said Fifo and Jinx both together. Well, he's gone where all rubbish goes, says the wizard. Where's that? asked Jinx in dismay. In the great caves of Ho... Of who moo lose, said the wizard, wrapping his cloak tightly around him. You'll have to go to the end of the rainbow, find a toadstool with six red spots underneath, and let it take you down to the caves. The king is an odd chap called Tick-Tock, because he loves to have hundreds of clocks all around him. He may want to keep you prisoner if you go there, so be careful. Now where's that bucket? Jinx took it from the cupboard and placed it in front of the delighted wizard. He danced round it and clapped his hands for joy. It stood there, big and shining, made of pure gold. Give me some paper and let me see if the magic is still in it, said the wizard. Well, of course it's still magic, said... Excuse me. Well, of course it's still magic, cried Jinx impatiently. How do you suppose Tuppany disappeared if the, magic, if the bucket isn't magic? But the wizard wanted to make certain... So Fifo and Jinx took an old newspaper and crammed it into the bucket. It vanished at once. Then they emptied the tea leaves out of their teapot. Those disappeared too. Then Jinx, in a moment of mischief, seized the end of the wizard's long cloak and stuffed that into the bucket as well. The wizard gave a yell and tugged it out again at once, before it had time to disappear. Stupid, silly creature, he cried, and gave Jinx a box on the ear. I have a good mind to put you in. Sorry, said Jinx, half-frightened. Take your bucket, wizard, and leave us the gold. The wizard picked up the bucket and blew out the candle on the table, disappeared in a swirl of black cloak. Jinx and Fifo couldn't make out if he had gone through the, gone through the door, jumped out the window, or flown straight up the chimney. He, re he was really a very strange visitor. The two goblins undid the sack. It was full of shining gold pieces. There's a fortune for you, cried Jinx. But Fifo shook his head sadly. What's the good fortune if you lose a good friend? Put the gold away in a cupboard, Jinx, and let us think of Tuppany instead. The very next time we see a rainbow, we must set off to find the end of it. So the gold was put away, and the two sad little goblins undressed themselves, got into bed after having a cup of very hot cocoa, and two pieces of brown bread and butter each. Good night, Jinx, said Fifo. Good night, Fifo, said Jinx. I do wonder what poor little Tuppany is doing. Don't you? <laughs>